Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for the podcast that is all about the drivers. We continue with part two of our conversation with Al Smith as he talks about drive cam technology, cell phone usage, and ongoing driver training. But before we get into that, drivers remember that Greyhound shirt has seen one too many coffee stains in its lifetime. We think it may be time for an overhaul. Upgrade your uniform apparel today by visiting Design Collective by Centos at shop.mycentos.com or call 800-211-0314 to speak with our customer service representative. I'll tell you one thing, and, and I know you mentioned technology, and I love technology, and I hate technology sometimes. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I hate it. But I'm guessing in that, you know, with the new cameras, and we, we we got those new cameras on the buses, we've invested quite a bit of money in them, but a lot of times they've really, they've kind of saved the driver's bacon in a couple of instances. And I can imagine where that would have been really good when you, in your drunk driver you know, incident that you were telling us about. Can you give us maybe a little bit, you know, you've been a big proponent of drive cam. Can you give us a little bit on, you know, why we're doing it and how it's really helped us as an organization? The new drive cam system has been really beneficial. And, and I could tell you, I won't go into detail, but I could tell you a few stories of how our drivers have been exonerated because we had drive cam to show exactly what happened when the collision occurred. And of course, the story from the adverse vehicles involved was that, you know, our driver did something wrong mm -hmm. um, and it really is, is beneficial um, when you can take the drive cam video, you show it to the plaintiff's attorney right. who wanted to sue you and says, I don't think we really have a case here. So <laughs> in, in that sense, it's really, really been beneficial. But the newer drive cam system allows us to do things we couldn't do before. So it helps us to identify what we call risky behaviors. So, for instance, if a driver rolls through a stop sign and doesn't, right. really, doesn't stop like he's supposed to, it identifies that. And that's really important because, you know, obviously we're going to be found at fault if we run through a stop sign and the collision occurs and we haven't stopped like we were supposed to. And there are other things that it does for us. It, it um, allows us to identify real-time traffic conditions and there's things that that drive cam is offering um going forward for us that will allow us to identify weather conditions when roads are turning bad and mm -hmm. we look forward to those the opportunities that this new drive cam system will provide for us it helps us with lane departure so if a driver for some reason gets distracted because something's going on inside the bus he gets alerted if he if he if he uh, goes out of his lane of traffic or if he gets too close to the vehicle ahead of him. Right. I, will, I will tell you a story with that. Uh, I didn't mention it earlier when we had our DOT audit, our collision rate, which is measured in per million miles, our collision rate was 0.38, probably the lowest we've ever had. The national average for commercial vehicles is 0.75, and we're we're half at half of the national rate and well the reason for that in my opinion at least part of the reason for it first of all our drivers are driving professionally but the other reason for it is the new drive cam system helps us to identify helps the driver to identify first but can also help us to identify risky behaviors the right. new system alerts the driver mm -hmm. for instance if he gets too close so he's able to avoid these serious high-speed accidents where we rear-end somebody so yep. you know 
<clears throat> this new system has really made it made us as a company so much safer than we were in the past. The best part, too, I think, is that the drivers have really bought into the safe methods, right? That help them identify, give them an alert when they're maybe maybe unsafe lane changes or things of that nature. And we've seen their rate of unsafe activity drop significantly as well as part of that, right? Anyone who's driven commercially over the years realizes that there are challenges every time you get in your bus every time you get on the road you have challenges and it's virtually impossible from time to time for a driver not to get distracted so when you have technology mm -hmm. that helps to alert you um that you're going out of your lane of traffic or you're starting to get too close to another vehicle it's just one more way to help the driver stay safe to make sure his passengers are safe and most importantly that that driver gets to go home at night and be with his family that is the most important thing. And I mean, what I've learned and, you know, working with Al over the last 10 years, because, you know, I've become a safer driver personally, because it is, it, it's a core decision, right? <clears throat> those little behaviors that you do, if you take care of the little behaviors, then you'll avoid those big accidents along the way. So I think the fact that, you know, we in our driver training program really focus on the behaviors and this what I like about DriveCam is it allows you to coach people for better behaviors, right? Because there's a whole, as the drivers know, there's a whole coaching aspect about it, right? If you show up on the DriveCam system, you sit down with your manager and you have a coaching event. It reminds me of my old football days when we used to sit down and watch the film afterwards, right? We'd watch the game and we would, we would find out the little mistakes that we would make mm -hmm. throughout and then we would get better to try to approve upon them. Um, and with, what I've liked about the system and Lytics in particular and they do talk a lot about Greyhound. I mean, we're one of their, I don't know, they, they quit inviting us to the Lytics um, safety awards because we won them every 10 years, I'd say. But um, not that we're trying to be, you know, brag on ourselves, but it really does make you a better driver. And it, we're not doing it just to spy on people. We're not doing it just to get people in trouble. The reason why we're doing it is to make everyone a better driver so that we're safer for our passengers and our families. I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, and, and you know, the the training we, you know, we gave the same level of effort in, in training it as we do everything else. We put a lot of time, a lot of attention in, in raising awareness with the drivers and to see them embrace it in such a way to where, uh, you know, they're, they're safer drivers as a result of it. And when they get that notification, I'm sure some of them just cringe because they work so hard for the little system not to go off and to give them a notification. So it's almost a competitive environment now to who's going to be the safest driver. So it's really great to see. Yeah. And I will take one thing, and this is from my, I'm putting on my labor relations hat for a minute. Anybody, new drivers, old drivers, drivers that want to be, and anybody who drives a personal vehicle, for the love of God, please don't use your cell phone, text, or talk while you're driving a vehicle. All right. Just, if that's anywhere in your DNA, please stop it, put it away, don't do it, um, because it's just not the type of behavior we want or endorse as a company, and it will it, it will lead to your you know it, it will lead to you not being part of the company. One so, other thing I would add to that, Mike, is the fact that it's also against the law for commercial yeah. drivers to be using their cell phones while they're driving. So, you know, Greyhound professional drivers respect the law; they obey the law. We don't want to put them in a situation where something, because they were using their cell phones and where something terrible happened, and then they would, you know, live to regret it, literally. 
So, right. Mm-hmm. We think That's it's really, sure. really important, and I think it's an important point you made. There, there's a time and a place to use your cell phone. It's not while you're driving down the highway. Yeah. And and one point I, I'd like to uh, make in regards to cell phones, um, you know, there are, we have GPS uh, in the driver app now for our drivers, but that does not give you the opportunity to use your phone for any other reason for other than that purpose, right? So, you know, if you're doing your, your e-logging on your phone, you're not doing that while you're operating the coach. If, you're, uh, if, you, if you need to check something in your DVIR, you don't do that while you're operating the coach. So again, just because we have technology that you utilize on your device, you only utilize that technology when the bus is in a parked position. So, Al, can you tell us a little bit more about that collision trend? Because I think that, that you mentioned that the, the national average is 0.75. And where were we at again as far as DOP reportables? That's 0.38 per million miles. Wow. So we're, we're like half of what the average is. So we're in the top. Are we the are we the best of the best or top 25 or? Uh, well, they don't allow, you know, they don't allow us to make comparisons with other companies. Um, okay. FMCSA doesn't, but we would be among the lowest um, in, the, in, in all the U- United States when it comes to commercial vehicles, bus or truck. And right. I will say, uh, I just got a recent report. In fact, I got it yesterday um, that motor coach collisions have been reduced in since 2014, motor coach collisions have, in terms of fatalities, have, have been reduced by 75%. So wow. once again, it's a testimony, not only to our Greyhound drivers, because we, we spend the most miles on the road of any bus company, but it's a testimony to what technology has done to improve the safety of the motor coach industry. 0.38 is a nice goal to have, and we're glad it's low, and we're glad we're better, but Ultimately, you know, we want that to be zero as an organization. I know we'll, you know, and we'll keep working really hard to get there. And Al, thank you so much for all your leadership and guidance in getting there. The thanks really goes out to our drivers and our mechanics. You've heard the expression where the rubber meets the road. Right. That's where that's where the safety of this company starts and ends. And it's our drivers and it's our mechanics that keep that keep our vehicles up to speed, keep them safe. It's those individuals that make this company the best transportation company in the United States. Any thoughts of down the road from a safety perspective? How do we get better? What do we improve upon? What do we, what what do you, what does that look like from a safety perspective? Well, Frank, you know, because you, you've been involved a lot in training, the more training we can do, uh, the more we improve in training, the better we'll be as an organization. So training is is kind of at the root of helping us to be a safer operation. And I, I'm not talking about just new hire training. I'm talking about recurring training and making yep. sure that that you know the latest training techniques and ideas are used. And obviously, we can continue to improve as technology improves and makes us. It will make us safer as a company. There are uh, there are opportunities. Uh, with machine vision and artificial intelligence that will allow us to do things that 10 years ago we never thought about doing. So between proper training and the and new technology, uh, I think our, our direction will be in the future of being even safer than we are today. 
Well, Frank, it sounds like he just threw it back in your lap, man. It's up to you That's to get right. this training. Th you and me to get this, or you and I to start working on some of these uh, new and improved, better, faster training. And just so you know, Al, you're part of that, right? We're going to, we got to, we're working on a work stream now to improve not only our new hire training, but Frank's also working on fall training, right? Because we're going to, mm -hmm. we're going to retrain everybody this fall. Um, we definitely want to hit, you know, the key and critical areas. If I could use an analogy before we end here, um, since we're in baseball season, you don't ever <laughs> see a professional baseball uh, team uh, first first of April just go out and start playing. They have spring training. That training yeah. is critical to get in shape and to be ready for the season. It's no different with our drivers who are, in my opinion, just as professional as anybody who walks out on a ball diamond. And in order to maintain that professionalism, it requires training and retraining. So we have the same obligation that professional ball teams have, and that's to make sure that our drivers are trained properly so they can do the best possible job and be safe. All right. Are you ready to pull the bus into the station for this for this version or this this episode? Yeah, I'll do the post trip. Okay, let's do the post trip. Or Eric, or Eric can do the post trip, maybe. Okay, Eric, you got it. <laughs> I'll check off the list and make sure everything is done. Al, we want to we want to thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure and an honor to uh, talk with you and listen to your words of wisdom as always. Thank you, Eric, and it's it's my pleasure to be a part of this iconic brand known as Greyhound. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap this one up as we have talked with Al Smith today. Be sure to join us for next week's episode. And until then, everybody be safe. <laughs>